Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, shaking up the bottle of the internet, popping the cork of conversation, and spraying the foam of humour all over each other's faces. <laughs> My name is Ed Gamble. James A. Castor here. And this is a food podcast, James, the Off Menu Podcast. Yes, we have a dream restaurant, Ed and I. I'm the dream genie waiter. Ed is the dream proprietor. The dream proprietor. The maitre d. The maitre dream. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that took us a while to It's only taken there. nearly 200 episodes, <laughs> but there we are, the maitre dream. Yeah, the maitre dream, Ed Gamble. And we invite a guest in every week and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish and drink, not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Felicity, Felicity Ward. Ward. Brilliant comedian. Fantastic comedian, one of the very best. One of the VBs. Never done uh, an Edinburgh show, a tour show that is anything less than brilliant. Always delivers. You can catch her on loads of different shows. She's popped up on, uh, well, I mean, it'd take ages to list them all, yeah. really. But like on, on, on the UK look and Australian up. television. Look her up on the internet. Yeah, look her up, watch all the stuff. She's fantastic. But if she says a secret ingredient that we have predetermined, she will be removed from the dream restaurant by either the dream genie or me, the maitre dream. <laughs> He's really loving his new title. And this week... It's nice to be involved. The secret ingredient is... Jelly from a, jelly pork, from a pork pie. Jelly from a pork pie. Look, you know, I guess what we're saying is if they bring up pork pie then we're going to kick them out because the jelly's disgusting. Well, we're, we're going to ask them about the jelly, and if they're yeah. like, it has to have the jelly, yeah. we're going to kick her out. Then you've got to get kicked out because... Yeah. I understand I mean, it's integral yeah. to the way the yeah. pork pie's made yeah. or how it's stored, yeah. etc. but... Ugh. No I think the reason why mini pork pies exist is so we don't have to see the jelly. Yeah. <laughs> so we can just pop them in. Straight in. And we can just eat it and like pretend like the jelly's not happening because I don't think anyone... The first time they picked up a slice of pork pie and saw that jelly, thought, yum, yum. No, not at all. And while we're here, uh, fuck the pork pies with a hard-boiled egg in the middle. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. 
Fuck hardboard Actually, eggs. Actually, no, I probably would, would, would like them. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I've had them in the past. So I don't mind them. Uh, haven't been, yeah, 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 they're all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a secret ingredient. The secret ingredient no. is jelly from a PP. Jelly from a PP. Don't want it. Uh, if Felicity says it, she's going to be out. And, you know, with a heavy heart. With a heavy heart, because she is great. Uh, anything to plug before we go in? Nothing really. I mean, you're called the Major Dream now. I feel I'm like called we the should Major make Dream. sure everyone knows that. Depending on when this goes out, I might have tour dates. Edgamble.co.uk. My show's called Electric. It's been going well. Yes. It's going to go well. Has gone well. I'm doing a tour of Scandinavia for a week in September. Yes. So you might have done your tour of Scandinavia for a week. I might have done week. it. You and might you have got might... the bug again. I might have got the bug. Um, you know, most likely, if I've already done it, I'd recommend just Googling James Acaster Scandinavia to read the reviews of how badly it went. <laughs> to just see how much of a car crash every single gig was. I've never known anyone to be able to have such a massive meltdown in such cold weather. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that'll be one yeah. of them. One of the audience reviews. Yeah. I can't wait. All improvised? We're improvised the whole show. Uh, and When you say that, what yeah. do you mean? Well, I mean, I'm definitely not going to bother writing anything in advance. I might, on the day, think to myself, here are some things I could talk about. Yeah. And then just go on stage and start talking about them. But nothing will be, you know, I haven't got any time to do work in progresses or anything like that. Uh, And you don't want to? I don't want to. And I don't sit down and write stuff anyway. (laughs) Um, I always work it up on stage. So that means I have to, by default. Uh, just starting off in Scandinavia. Just go on stage and just start talking. Fine. So, when was the last time you gigged in Scandinavia? Uh, oh, um, I think never. Okay, so quite a long time. <laughs> Been a real while. Yeah. Um, well, me and Benito are definitely flying out. So there. Yeah, you'll be more than welcome. I can't wait to see you guys. Let me know what date you want comps for. I'll sort them out. Every day, this is the <laughs> off-menu menu of Felicity, Felicity Ward. Ward. Welcome, Felicity, to the Dream Restaurant. Mm, thank you. Psh, welcome, Felicity Ward, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Well, I only turned up when you asked me. So, <laughs> if you've been waiting, it's very much on your shoulders. James says that to every guest, and I always worry every time he says it that they're going to get offended like like they were late or get worried that they were later than they should have been. But it's just a turn of phrase, isn't it, James? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how it... I mean, it wasn't... I don't think we did it in the first episode. No, definitely not. I don't not. think it's I said just... it... I don't know when I started saying it, but it started just becoming that was the, the thing. It yeah. feels right to start. So there was like never, that. yeah. Okay. I think it's meant to be like a mystic thing. Like it's like we've been expecting <laughs> you for all of time. Oh, You've okay. Always, you know, okay. Yeah. And time is a construct. Time is yeah. a construct. Yeah, to a genius. Exactly. So you yeah, are always yeah. destined to be here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We've been, and I should be like, uh, astounded by the mysticism of it. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they've been waiting for me. Yeah. But yeah. actually, it comes across. Mildly passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. And like, we already yeah. we have been expecting you for some time. We booked you and we expected you to come <laughs> for yeah. that amount of time, which yeah. is some time. It's yes. true. Oh, this is like being in my marriage all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I have very different ways of communicating. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. so I hear something that sounds like a little bit sharp and he's like I don't know what you're talking about I'm just being direct I'm like direct sounds mean yeah and so I respond with meanness because I am mean the great thing about that is it sums up all marriage conversations in that you both come out of it sounding annoying yeah (laughs) yeah and then you're like why are we arguing about a cup 
Do you want the cup or not? No. Great. Well, I'm going in the lounge room now. Tell me more about this cup. Uh, <laughs> I want to know more about the cup. Well, if it's one that my husband has used, his name's Chris, if he's used it, I will drink out of it. If yeah. I've used it, he absolutely won't drink out of it. Right. Yeah. We have def- very different levels of hygiene. Mm. I'm on the more disgusting end and he's on the more disgusted end. <laughs> I feel like if you're married living together, yeah. you've basically got the same mouth. That's, you would yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's not how it works. Like um, our son is also disgusting. We have a lot in common <laughs> and he will eat my face, like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah that's what you got to do We've as a We've done parent. an episode with him. That was a starter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mum's yeah. face. And we had to get a new microphone. <laughs> and then when he does it to Chris, Chris will go, oh, yuck. I'm like, uh. you, that's our baby. Like, he loves, he loves our baby more than anything. Yeah. But babies are gross. And I, like, lean into it and he does He reacts like a stranger's done it to him on the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he basically treats the world like the tube. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get a bit like, yeah, I, I kind of, if I'm looking to fill up my glass of water or whatever around the flat, and I'm like, oh, now which one's mine and which one? I, I, and I'm like, why do I care? I, I kiss yeah. her all the time. Yeah, yeah. You all kiss right. it Instantly. not just on the mouth Show either. Up. I kiss her all bits. the time. Other bits. I'm just saying, like, the mouth is gross, yeah. like, scientifically, but there's other bits that are also gross. <laughs> and you've come in and the first thing you've done is talked about James kissing lady, ladies' bits. Yeah. Like, it's just immediately sexualising poor James A. intimacy. <laughs> it's not sexualization. This isn't a random person. This is someone who he swapped bodily fluids with. Yeah. You've yeah. done it, It's Ed. a weird way to meet, isn't it? It yeah. is a weird way to we, meet. We both turned up. <laughs> Did a piece. With a jar, a, jar, a jar each. <laughs> Did a trade. Like football stickers. <laughs> yeah. That's your first meal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even I feel sad <laughs> after saying that. <laughs> you're a food fan, though. I, I, I know you well enough to confidently say that at the start of the podcast, that you're, you're a fan of food. Yeah, I'm a fan of food out of the house. I mm. don't cook good things for myself. I'm a real get by kind of girl. I don't give a shit about lunch. Mm. Lunch is a waste of my life. (laughs) I've always felt like that. I'm like, what can I stick in my mouth so I'm not hungry anymore? Mm -hmm. It's a slice of Jarlsberg, most of a pack of salami. I might have a banana and an apple to, you know, get some kind of vitamin in there. But that's really really how I feel about lunch. Going out, very different experience. Then I'll really tuck in. A pack of salami and a slice of Jarlsberg sounds like quite a nice lunch. What's the Jarlsberg? Cheese? Yeah, Jarlsberg's cheese. Swiss. You're a foodie, aren't you? Yeah, well, I mean, Jarlsberg, <laughs> I was like, sounds like a, like a, I don't know, like a southern Like Carlsberg. a Swiss cheese. <laughs> like, a, like Carlsberg from the American South. Yeah. You know, like yeah. A Jarlsberg. Jarlsberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought it was. It's a lager. <laughs> you've, you've, you've made me a delicious pie in the past. It was delicious. Yeah, did I make that or did... You made it. Oh, did I? Fuck. Do I don't know any Jarlsberg and salami pie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much Jarlsberg. Uh, yeah. You say it was a pie, it was just they were rolled up into cigar <laughs> shapes. <laughs> That's the best way to eat them. It is. Just straight in. <laughs> yeah, just um, 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 um. And then you get the you get the, the double satisfaction on top and bottom. You're not just one layer, top and bottom of your teeth. They yeah. both get the satisfaction of perforating it. Have you ever rolled up a bit of salami in the Jarlsberg and had a sort of double cigar formation? I'm not a fucking idiot. Of course I have. <laughs> of course. Of course Would you I do have. that at a continental breakfast, perhaps, if they had a, a cheese and meat platter? Do you know what? I don't I don't get into the cheese and salami of yeah, a yeah. breakfast. I'm yeah. very sweet when it comes to breakfast. Oh, no, that's not true. 
Um, I just I'm not into I'm not into the I'm not into that no no the cold cuts the charcuterie charcuterie cold that's a hard word to say isn't it every time I'm like cold cut is it continental breath charcuterie is it charcuterie mm. yeah Charcu- charcuterie charcuterie yeah. <laughs> what, what is that is it charcuterie you say I'd it a say lot charcuterie you, you love you love ordering them charcuterie board please oh I'd have one of those if I was picking it at an afternoon tea yeah. or mm-hmm. even at lunch. Yeah. Again, I'd order that for lunch somewhere. Yeah. Not Continental breakfast, breakfast no, not for no, me. No. We're talking Bircher. I mean, I'm Australian, so breakfast is very much what we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I feel confident I d- in look, saying. I'm a big fan of the Australian nation. Oh, there's a question coming here. here. You go. But I don't feel like you can, can claim breakfast. Really? Mm. You can go, breakfast is what we do. I don't think you could say that. I mean... The, the world has breakfast. When did you go to Australia, Ed? What I think you can claim mm. is brunch. You have avoided the question. I think I, I, I went to Sydney Airport once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was there first thing in the morning. I didn't see anyone eating. Oh. Yeah, brunch. All right. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> but we our, our restaurants and cafes are mm. open earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over here, like a restaurant might open at 8 o'clock or a cafe might open at 8 o'clock where they're open at 6 in Australia because people get up because there's sunlight and they don't hate themselves as much <laughs> because they have the right amount of vitamin D. Yes. Um, so there's, there's like there is a cafe culture that opens yeah. much earlier. Great. Yeah, well, I'm in Australia, and I wake up for breakfast. I am properly, you know, I've got a decision to make yeah. where I'm going to go, what I'm going to have. Whereas other countries I've been to and toured in or whatever, you wake up in the morning, and that's not necessarily the first thing in your mind. When I'm no. doing a UK tour, I'm like, well, <laughs> how can I get out of here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, America, Australia, New Zealand, yeah, big breakfast towns. Mm, mm. <laughs> New Zealand, towns. a very big breakfast town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's not brush over the Bircher thing. I want to talk more about Bircher Muesli. All about Bircher. It very rarely comes up on the podcast. Really? And I love Bircher Muesli Who does so it? Well, much. actually, I know lots of people that don't like it. I don't understand it. It's perfect for me. And in fact, I went for a cup of coffee with a friend yesterday, was a bit hungry, went into a pret, got a Bircher, 4pm. Yeah. It's a lovely little snack. Yeah. The pret one's pretty good. The pret one, it's a good <laughs> size. You get, you've got a tube ride home, but you're not filling yourself up for, for dinner. Mm-hmm. I hit my glass there by accident, but it sounded like I was just a agreeing toast. with you. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> to Bircher. <laughs> Quite in character thread as well. Yeah. Will you make yeah. a Bircher at home? A Bircher? Yeah, I, I do a Bircher at home. At home, I wouldn't I wouldn't go, I've made a Bircher. I'd go overnight oats mm-hmm. to make yeah. it sound simpler because okay. I feel like there's things in Bircher that I'm not doing. What are you putting in your Bircher? I just do like almond, almond milk, oats. Yeah. I would actually go a bit of protein powder. Of course. You know, because keep, keep the guns up. I thought you yeah. were going to say keep the gunt up. And I'm like, I haven't heard that word since the 90s. <laughs> yeah. we, can, we, we can have a thousand more guests and no, no one would have thought he was going to say that. <laughs> i got to keep my gunt up. Do you, did you ever use that word over here? Never, ever used it out loud. But you I'm do. fully aware of what it means. Yep. Yeah, I know what it means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 basically once some horrible man told me what, what, it, what it was. <laughs> and then I've never thought about it, it again. It was probably my dad. <laughs> I put a bit of protein powder in. Uh, then I'd put maybe some frozen raspberries in or fresh raspberries. Okay. What I've got. Mix it all up. Yeah. Leave it in the fridge. Yeah. 
quite often on a Saturday night because I do a radio show on Sunday morning that I can just grab it, take it with me to the Look at you, so plain. No grated apple? No, so that's why I feel weird calling it a, bur- a bircher. Yeah, and I, don't you soak it in juice? Isn't that part it's, of it? Well, sometimes I think you can soak it in soak juice. It so in these, ju- these are more overnight oats. Yeah, well, why don't you Why don't you treat yourself to a bit no, of it? Why don't you upgrade? I might treat myself. You soak it in a bit of juice mm-hmm. overnight and then I think you can mix it with yoghurt the next morning. Whack your, put a couple of nuts in there. My mum has it every single morning and she tells me, she's done it for 10 years. Yeah. And and uh, I'll get, if I go over there and she goes, I've made you breakfast. Would you like a bit of birch and muesli? I've just uh, soaked them over and she'll go through what she's done. She's been doing it for a decade. I'm yeah, like, I know, know exactly we what's know, in mom. there. I appreciate it. My mum is amazing where she talks about the food that she's cooked like she's just completed a Heston Blumenthal recipe. Yeah. And she's like, I just had a nice little salad with, um, you know, a little bit of lettuce and um, some parsley for the garden. And I'm like, yeah, this sounds like a pretty standard salad. Yeah, I get that. Sure, 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 sure. She did not have a functioning oven for years and one of the stovetops worked. And she was all right with that. And one when I was staying out there once, I got home and it was really late and I said, I'm really hungry. And she said, there's a frozen pizza in the freezer. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just whack that in the oven. She goes, the oven doesn't work. Why don't you put it on the barbecue? I'm like, oh, I didn't know if barbecues defrost. She's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. And so I cooked it. I don't know if you've seen that episode of The Simpsons where Marge goes and then Homer tries to cook fish fingers and they're burnt on the outside and frozen in yeah, the yeah. It was that. It was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. That was the same night she tried to tell me that she invented the phrase, get a room. <laughs> <laughs> and also tried to, like, get me over into cryptocurrency. Wow. My mum is a... Loose unit. <laughs> I just say broadly, don't take crypto advice from someone who doesn't have a working oven. Yeah, or someone who cooks pizza on yeah, a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. most Australian anecdote we've ever had. Mm. <laughs> oh, the same trip. Let me tell you this. Yeah. I had a. Let me tell you this, if you don't bloody mind. <laughs> I love this character. <laughs> Hello there, chaps. How are you going? <laughs> That's like my old working club man. Um, we have things called RSLs in Australia, which are like return service league. They're working man clubs for yeah. people that have been in the military. But there's always someone that's up at the bar that's like ordering a thing. Hello there, Sheila, how you going? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love that voice. Yeah. 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 They say that this is something that my... <laughs> So I'm just I'm just being flooded with memories. My uh, my pop was very Australian. He's ex army as well. And one day when mum and dad had only been going out for a little while, mum caught a wave and she lost her bikini top. And so she covered her hands and came like covered her, her boobs with her hands. Came out of the water. And my pop said, "If those puppies are for sale, I'll have the one with the little brown nose sticking out." <laughs> <laughs> So up Ed Street. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that's going to kill him. That's going to kill him. (laughs) Oh, imagine saying that to your future daughter in law. Uh, Yeah. So bad. This is why I have no boundaries. I've never been taught them. My dad said that to my girlfriend. I'll be like, we're we're moving to a different country and we're never seeing my parents again. Oh, that's so funny. So, we always start with still or sparkling water. Still water, all day long. All day. No interest in sparkling. Yeah. Um, had an argument about it last night with my husband. Uh-huh. I was listening to the podcast. 
and he heard someone just going hell for leather on still water. He's like, who's that fucking idiot? <laughs> 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 it's like, what? It's the podcast, they're talking about still. He's like, you like sparkling water? I'm like, not by itself. He's like, you have it with elderflower. You have Coke. He got very upset about it. You have Coke? Yeah, like That's like it was the bubbles. I'm like, it's I don't like the argument. bubbles. Yeah, it's not good. And argument. he's like, you, if you add sugar to it, you like it. I'm like, yeah, but we're talking yeah. about water. It's a substitute for water and I only want Plain water, still water. I'll even take tap. You've got water. a water bottle with you? Yeah, I do. I don't know yeah. the last time I washed it, and that shows what I drink out of it. Yeah, your husband's not going anywhere near that. Oh, yeah. no. Drink out of it. He's already said it. I'm like, do you want some of mine while we're out? He's like, no, nah, absolutely not. I uh, used to work in a restaurant, and I actually did a sparkling water taste. Aha. Uh-huh. Taster. And it was the most pretentious thing I've ever done. And they're like, can you tell how the bubbles are smaller in this one? I'm like, no. <laughs> So you couldn't, and it was all. Were other people saying they could? Yeah, no, I probably could. There were some that are more coarse than others. Mm-hmm. Some have a very mild and sensitive bubble, and then others are quite aggressive. Yeah. Uh, we sold the San Pellegrino, which you'd be familiar with, yes. and it's, that's a medium-sized bubble. Yeah. So you're coming to this with some expertise in sparkling water, yeah. and you're someone who's explored the world of sparkling water, has seen through the world of sparkling water, mm-hmm. and you're all about the still. I'm still all about the still. Yeah. I don't even mind just a good old-fashioned tap water. Room temp? Yeah, never iced. Never iced water. No? Freezes my little esophagus. <laughs> okay, go on. You know, when you get, and you go, you know, when you get a, don't you get a cold throat? <laughs> do, do I? <laughs> do you? No, I don't think I do. I don't think I've ever felt like my esophagus is frozen. Oh, I get, I get like a little cold stone at the back of my throat. I'm oh, like, yeah? oh, I can't have it. A little cold stone. A little cold stone. Oh, no. I'll have it, but I'll have a freezing a Coke. Mm-hmm. I'll have loads of ice in that. Absolutely fine. But I suppose that there's so much bad stuff in there that, like, you can feel your teeth rotting, so maybe it distracts from the stone in my throat. Maybe the acid is melting the frozen stone in your yeah, throat. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. right. It works together. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's such a genius drink. <laughs> can clean your toilet, yeah. melt stones. <laughs> so would you have... For your dream meal, are you having a tap water or are you having a, a still a bottled still water that's like nice and cold but not iced? A dream restaurant, I'd mm. go a nice bottle of still water and probably in a big bottle because I drink a lot. Yeah. yeah. People comment on how much water I drink mm-hmm. like it's an issue sometimes. <laughs> I think that makes sense. Does it? Yeah. Pop it up to bread. Bread. Pop it up bread, Felicity Ward. Bread. Pop it up bread. Bread, 100% never going to go with pop it up. I lo- no, that's not true. I love poppadoms, but yeah. I love poppadoms with curry. What I wanted to ask was, with the bread, mm. can I get little things with it? Depends what little things so, you're talking about. Basil leaves. Yeah. You can, and then explain yourself. Olive oil. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little bit of bufala mozzarella. Uh-huh. Interesting. And some tomato. It so seems like what you've done there is you've just built yourself an extra starter around the bread. That is what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little tricolore, I think it's called. I kind of feel okay about it. If they're just little bits, it's but just how like... Li- how, how little? Like a... Uh, what are those little dishes called? Ramekin? Ramekin, thank you. I oh, just... Thank you. What did you say? What did you say? I said bruschetta because I thought dishes as in a different type of dish. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you've, a dish. You've, you've had an Not a dish as in a Yeah, that is a dish. nightmare. <laughs> and I think that you pronounce... The C. Bruschetta. Yeah, which makes uh, it sound dumb. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with what I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it feels better to say bruschetta because yeah. saying bruschetta sounds like you're... Bruschetta. Bruschetta, but I, I'm pretty sure you yeah. do. I can't bring myself to do it. James just went with bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yeah. Bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And everyone in Ketman understands yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, Little yeah. slack jawed Jimmy over there. <laughs> yeah. I can get a bruschetta when I'm in Ketman, which is <laughs> no, only, at, only at Frankie and Benny's, I think. There must be somewhere else in Kettering you can get a bruschetta. I think there's a, I think maybe... What about a Pizza Express? As far as I'm aware, we haven't got a Pizza Express in Kettering. What? Um, I don't think we do. That sounds Googleable. Um, we've got... The best place to get pizza in Ketman is Frank's Pizza, not to be confused with Frankie and Benny's. Was going to ask. Independent, yeah. uh, family-run place, delicious pizza, and they might do bruschetta, <laughs> but I'm not sure. <laughs> if you ask. Yeah. If you ask. Also, what I like about Frank's Pizza is that just they're, they're open whenever they feel like it. Oh, so you, I you, love you, that. You, you never know. What are your opening hours? Optional. Yeah. That's what they are. If we can be bothered, we'll be open. Oh, there's I've got a, a lot of time for that. There's yeah. a Korean restaurant in Edinburgh called Kim's Mini Meals. Yes. Which I was, well, me and my wife were obsessed with for about three years running in Edinburgh because it only seemed to open for two hours a day. Yeah. We were like, how are they staying afloat? Like, they seem to be open. I think they're open from like 5.30 till 7.30 or something. Yeah. Like, how's it working? And we could never go because it was always just before my show and then after my show. So we were like, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to go. And recently I went to Edinburgh and I was like, I'm going to go to Kim's Mini Meals. And I went at six o'clock and I worked out how they're able to stay afloat. Is there's just a queue, a queue for two hours solidly and they're Amazing. just pumping people in and out. Wow. And it's such good food. Let's dig into this loophole a bit more. The bread. It's not for sure, I've been told. <laughs> but like you got your bread and you got your basil, your tomato and your mozzarella on it. I think we've let people have loopholes similar to this in the past. Yeah. As long as the bread is the main component. So this is the the bread is the centrepiece and you've got little bits to just like... Just pop on top. Just pop on top. Yeah. It's like having a, a dish of butter, but instead of the butter, you've got mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having a garlic bread with cheese, really, isn't it? Because, isn't it? Yeah. Sure, it's like sure. having a garlic pizza yeah. before yeah, your yeah, meal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you say olive oil and balsamic? No, I don't no care balsamic. for balsamic. No, because it's not 1997 anymore. Oh, shots fired. Shots Come on, mate. That came out then, it can stay there. It's so 90s. Anyone who's out, it's like, why don't you go Uh and get some sweet potato wedges? And, well, no, just just potato wedges and sweet chilli sauce and sour cream. People went balsamic balmy in the 90s. They went nuts. It was on pears. It was on strawberries. It was on strawberries. It was foul. I, I just, I remember as a kid, Going over to my friend's house, and his mum was like, "You never guess what we're having for dessert? <laughs> Strawberries oh, no. with black pepper and balsamic vinegar." I was like, that sounds I disgusting. W- I won't be having that, thank you. <laughs> Especially knowing what Ed was like as a yeah. little boy, very, very like, like a restaurant critic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, not today, thank you very much. Uh, Sally, me. this is a three and a half out of five. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the same with like the chili chocolate and the chili mango that came out in the late nineties. Mm. I'm glad other people enjoyed that, but not for me. <laughs> That's a no deal. Sure. Well, I'm, I still, I'll make myself little caprese salads. Is that right? Caprese? Uh, at home. And I'll put some balsamic on it still. Sure. I do have a bottle of balsamic okay. at home. I'm starting to slightly get back into it. it, it everything comes around. It comes around again. Fashion's it's, 90s again. It's Balsamic's vintage. back in. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kitsch. But my girlfriend bought a bottle of balsamic glaze, and I'm not going anywhere near that. Too sweet. Oh, I'll take a balsamic glaze. Uh, really? Yeah, Here we go. don't mind really? it. Yep. Yeah, just a little bit on a salad with something else. But it can be used in cooking. Oh, the stairs that I'm getting. Well, no, well, you're you're balsamic. Stairs, yes. It's weird to be into balsamic glaze and you're not into balsamic vinegar. Because yeah. I find often the problem with balsamic vinegar itself is it's too sweet a vinegar. So if you're into the glaze, that's, that's bananas. I yeah. think it's more about how people perceive balsamic vinegar to be interesting. 
that they're like, actually, we're using balsamic vinegar. It's like, yeah, so does everyone. We've all got access to a supermarket. <laughs> what I was going to ask you about the balsamic vinegar before we move on is that your reasons for it are interesting because uh, I interviewed you for a music podcast mm. and you, and uh, you were saying you don't like artsy-fartsy uh, like music. And, and then at the end of the podcast, you kind of said, do you know what? I've got a chip on my shoulder. The, pe- you know, the, 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 the people will think that like... Maybe if I don't like that music, that they'll think I'm dumb or something, and I, want, and I just want to be like "fuck you" before I even get. But I, I, it's, it's balsamic vinegar. You're saying, "Ah, oh, I hate how people are like." Mm, we got some balsamic on this, and it's more like those kind of people <laughs> who listen to you know clever, clever music and show off about it, just in the jazz or whatever, yep. and they use balsamic. I've hated them my whole life and I never want to become like them. Yeah. You know how most people have a chip on their shoulder? I don't have shoulders. I'm made entirely of chips. (laughs) I am a tortilla bowl. That is is what I operate on. I am nothing but chips. I am opinions that were born out of insecurity in a dysfunctional household that I have moulded into a career. And that's why we love you. Do you? (laughs) Chip is. (laughs) So... A chippy. A little chippy. Say it in the old man voice. <laughs> a little bit of a chippy. <laughs> Get yourself a hot chip with some sauce on it, eh? Your dream starter. Come on to your dream starter okay. now. I've got questions. Yeah. Can you have more than one starter? Depends. Depends how, how you present it to us. Like and bear in mind, you're on rocky ground already because we've let you get away with the oh, stuff on the bread course. This is... Um, this flies in the face of everything you stand for, Perfect. what I'm about to. Yeah. I basically want three of each course, right. except for dessert. Dessert, I just have one. So my question is, do I have to eat all of this or can I just eat small bits of each? Well, we we don't really let people get away with Global to Pass anymore, do we? No, Global to Pass was a kind of a one-off. But, <laughs> yeah. like, um, people have, you know, ordered multiple things per course, rave spool comes to mind. Yeah. So like name, let's hear, let's name hear. dropping. Yeah, yeah. We're probably uh, in the same category, me and Rachel. Yeah. So to be fair. Do you have both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. can't wait to get your dad on. <laughs> get a cunt. <laughs> let me tell you about <laughs> Well let's hear it first. Okay. Because what we might make you do is pick one and then give the other two as honourable munchions. Okay, munchions. Is that yeah. what you call them? Yeah. Oh, my we're God, cute. I yeah, love we're, it. We're adorable. Oh, you are adorable. Yeah. The pair yeah. of you. I want to stick you in my pocket. <laughs> okay, the first one is, I mean, if we're going to talk wanker, I'm starting at primo wanker. Okay. We went to Thailand, my fella and I, and we booked into, I'm sure you've watched Chef's Table, mm-hmm. one of the restaurants is called Gagan. And yeah. it's an Indian uh, restaurant in Thailand. And we booked it and then we turned up and they said, it, they do it randomly, but they said, would you like to be at the chef's table tonight? And we were like, ah, you fucking <laughs> kidding me. And you came here because of chef's table. That's right. It was literally because of your chef's table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you've read our mind. Oh, wow. So we got there and there's only like eight of us and Gagan is cooking for us. Amazing. There's like a little kitchen. There's probably three or four, I was going to say helpers. I'm pretty sure they're chefs. <laughs> um, and uh, you got, I think we showed you the menu when you came yeah. over. They gave us a piece of translucent paper that just had 23 emojis on it. And that was like the indication for each meal we were going to have. And then at the end of the meal, uh, they gave us a 
normal bit of paper that you put underneath and it had the names of each of the meals and it lined up. I know. I love it. And every single meal had a story. We got the backstory. It was incredible. The first one is what he's known for, which is called a yogurt explosion. And it's served on like, you know, those Chinese soup spoons Mm -hmm. that they're like little broth spoons. It looks like a yolk, a white yolk, and then you eat it as one and it explodes in your mouth. Now, I have never cried before (sighs) over food. But I got tears in my eyes and I felt like I was having a childhood memory of a childhood I never had. <laughs> it was emotional. Wow. So that wow. is very small but delicious. What and emoji did they use for the yogurt explosion? The explosion side. Okay. It wasn't an eggplant, right. if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> the <Nope>. dripping side. <laughs> what did you think they were going to... I was just yeah, wondering. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was. He was. Uh, I was going to do the aubergine joke. Yeah, Carry yeah, on. yeah. yeah, yeah. So- <laughs> he, he was heading there. Well done for cutting him up at the pub. Yeah, uh, that's right. So what is it? So you say it looks like a little yolk. So is it just made of yolk? Is it just pure yogurt? What is it? What were we talking about? It's, it's, uh, it's got like a, a liquid yogurt inside, different spices, and then the outside is like a yogurt membrane. I don't know how uh-huh. they've made that because I'm not a chef. Uh-huh. But it's it's so it, it it moves like a little like a ball of yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like so yeah. Almost like an egg yolk, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was yeah, but it has a film around it. Yeah. So that sounds delicious. That's delicious. The other thing that I had was, oh, is an egg. Okay. I went uh, one night. I went out in Melbourne. I'm and glad there's a story after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, I found an egg on the street and oh, I ate God. it. And it's it felt an good. <laughs> the egg. So I'm really torn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had something from the best restaurant in Asia and I cooked an egg. And it is a real line ball for me. So I was walking around Melbourne one night and I was dressed up and I don't know, I was like, I just want to eat something nice. I want to go to a restaurant and I want to have something nice and I don't want to plan it. And I heard about this restaurant and it was down an alley because it was Melbourne and there's a line. So I lined up and like I was third in line and then I got there and he said, is it just for one? And I said, yes. And so I went in and the waiter came over and he said, what do you like? What would you like to? And I said, I really don't know. And he goes, do you want me to just order something for you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. He's like, do you want like a starter and a main? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, I'm going to order you a son-in-law egg. I'm like, fine. And then he ordered something else. And then he said, do you want a drink? I'm like, yeah, I want a drink. And I said, you make it up. You make it up. I just non-alcoholic. You make it up. And he brought back this goddamn vat of fruit and ice and mint and sweet and yummy and tangy. Yeah. It was just the night of my life. I took myself on a date. <laughs> and um, so this son-in-law... Sounds like the waiter took you on a date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, he didn't. <laughs> so I left him a tip and everything. You can't even pay for a date these days. And so a son-in-law egg is, is I think it's like a, a, a soft-boiled egg, but then they coat it in breadcrumbs and stuff and then they deep-fry that. So it's got mm-hmm. like Scotch egg vibes but Asian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ate it and it blew my mind. Mm. Both of them involve explosions in my mouth. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to propose. Okay. Okay. It sounds like part of the reason that second one is so special is that you went there and you let the waiter order it for is. you. It was. So how about in this situation you let the waiter order for you? That's me. That is very almost romantic. But you're picking from those two, right? Yeah, I'm choosing the first one. There, but there is a third one. one. There's a third one. The third, no, you What's know what? exploding in your mouth this time? Not a wallaby. <laughs> An actual wallaby. Oh, crikey. 
We went to Tasmania and we went to this nice restaurant. Now, the thing about Tasmania, it, everything has a story, by the way. Nothing operates in a vacuum. Oh, lovely. Perfect. You know, Sarah Kendall was like, I don't know, a beer. I'm like, here <laughs> yeah, is yeah. the opus that I've prepared. Good. We went to Tasmania and the thing about Tasmania is they have incredible produce because all the, uh, the, the wind that comes from the Antarctic is clear wind. It's not polluted at all. There's nothing in it. So all of their house and the grass is all incredible produce. And what they did in the 90s was they were exporting all their produce everywhere, but their restaurants really weren't up to scratch. And then they went, hang on, we've got some of the best produce in the world. So their restaurant scene exploded. Now they have amazing restaurants in Tasmania. So we went there and my husband got this entree of wallaby and I got the starter of something else that was still really good. His was so good, we were contemplating whether to also get it for dessert. Mm. Wow. And I think I'm probably just sad that I didn't order that then. Sure. So there's there's a bit there of like you wish you'd ordered it? Of Yeah, of like food envy, Mm. retrospective food envy. Yeah. Two questions. Hit me. How is the wallaby prepared and served? Follow-up question, what's a wallaby? Fair, all fair. The wallaby was, I believe, roasted, Mm -hmm. uh, very, very tender, just a couple of little maybe Dutch carrots next to it and some sauce, a nice jus. Uh-huh. Uh, very another very early two thousands reference yeah. there. Oh, did that stuck around though? Didn't the yeah. jus just like hit us with a vengeance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the early two thousands, a wallaby is a smaller kangaroo. <laughs> there you go. I think they might actually, if you go to London Zoo, they have wallabies because every time, oh, oh, this is sad. Every time I go there, I went there the other day. It's always grey when I go to the zoo, and uh, there's an Australian section. And, mate, there's a couple of emus and a couple of wallabies. And we just look at each other like, we don't belong here. (laughs) We all look sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go to London Zoo specifically to look at something that you had for a starter once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Good point. Maybe I will. All three of those sound very special for different reasons, and I like them all very much. Mm -hmm. Um, And, obviously, in an ideal world, your dream meal it's going to be all free mm. for your starter. So but I feel waiter's bad. choice. No, waiter's choice. I trust you. Waiter's choice. I'm going to go for the first one. I'm going to go for yeah. I, I think that made you cry. Yeah. You know, that sounds very, very special. It was. I feel confident with that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class 
and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, May I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream main course, Felicity Ward. Okay. Do you know what? I've got I've got one that I want and then I've got some honourable mentions. Munchins. Munchins. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Or shall I say pun me? Pun, no, you shouldn't no. say that. No, don't. don't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Pundin me? Nah. That just sounds like my son trying to speak English. <laughs> oh, so great. He can't say his S's. Oh, it's yeah? It's the best. What, what do you want, honey? I'd like a... Hack. Hack. <laughs> he says H instead of S. Great. Great. My mum and dad still have a drawer in the house called the knack drawer because my Aww. nephews can't couldn't say snack. It's the best, so it's isn't called it? The knack drawer. And they still say it. And my nephews now who can say snack <laughs> are like, uh, it's the snack drawer. How embarrassing. Yeah. Um, I didn't know snack was such a yeah. tricky kid word. I think there S is one of the last yeah. word sounds they can make. Our whole family have like this secret language that we speak made up of all of the dumb things that we couldn't say. So we call Disney Disney and uh-huh. we call, if something's nice, we say it's lolly boof or buffo lolly. <laughs> lolly boof. Yeah, like lovely and beautiful or beautiful and lovely. It's like, lolly oh, that, that jacket, lolly L- boof. Lolly boof. <laughs> lolly boof. Oh, lolly. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Really oh, like that. So soft. Oh, so me. soft and buffo lolly. Buffo lolly. Lolly, lolly boof. Like you're in Clockwork Orange or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my own darling. And then I got a message the other day. I've got loads of cousins. I've got 26 cousins and lots of them have kids now. And two of the kids of my cousins, one of them said, these are just quotes, Xavier must be like four now. Mm -hmm. And he went, oh, dad, pelicans fucking stink. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one was from my my cousin's daughter, Harper, and she walks around the house going, oh, fuck a hells. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. That's yeah. lolly stuff. That is buffalo really lolly stuff. Lally. It's lolly buff. Do you say googie eggs? No. All right. All right. Yeah, just checking. <laughs> it's another one. Like if you call it like an egg, do you want some googie eggs? No. But what's that for? I can't really remember. What would that mean? You know how, do you know the phrase full as a goog? Nope. That is a phrase <laughs> that exists. And I, an egg is a, a goog. Full as a goog? Full as a goog. G double O G. But what does that mean? Look, I'm not an a, a 
etymologist. <laughs> but do you use that phrase? Yeah. And if someone, when do you use it? If you've had a big meal, right. you're like, well, full as a goog. Full as a goog. Okay. What is it saying? As full as a goog. Informal <laughs> means very drunk. 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 Australian phrase, it says. Yeah, we full never used it in that. And we call, can you Google googie eggs? An egg or eggs usually when offered as food to a child. In mm. widespread use, come on, eat your googie eggs. Yeah, googie <laughs> eggs. Not, it's not helped at all. <laughs> no. Really? It's just Australian. It's just googie, googie eggs. Just to get well, kids like to eat eggs. So let's hear what the honourable munchins are first. Okay. And then, yeah. One is a barramundi Thai red curry. Lovely. Absolutely amazing. There yeah. is a restaurant ironically, literally across from the road from where my dream meal is from. Uh-huh. And it's a Thai restaurant in Sydney in Surrey Hills. And you can't book, you turn up, you give them their mob- your mobile number and they just text you when it, you've got a seat free. So you just hover around the city. Hate that. They own, absolutely hate it. <laughs> hate it. The worst. You're rarely waiting for very long and there's a pub just next door. Yeah. yeah. So you're just going to get a beer there. Technology exists for people to book. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably chill out though, because you're not there, so it's fine. I can't. Ch- I can't. I genuinely, I'm as annoyed hearing about it yeah. as I would be if I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if is, you turned up annoying. and you yeah. they said, "Yeah, it'll probably be about ten minutes. Give us your mobile yeah. number." You just go. No. Absolutely not. I'm off. I would rather they said to me, "We're full up." Sorry, and, <laughs> and then I just go away. Yeah, yeah. I would rather that yeah. than they go. Well, give us your number, and we'll text you when when there's a table. So yeah. Like, well, now I'm just going to be. As soon as I get the text, I'm like, go, 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 we had to wait an hour and a half. Oh, I mean, that's we got, too we long. We got smashed. We got absolutely smashed. In the we went in there. And so you missed out on the nuance of the meal because you were hammered and exactly. you just wanted to line your stomach. Yeah, yeah. You could have just easily had some chips and gravy and yes. that would have done the same yes. job. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. So the Thai red curry is from this place where you have to give them your number. Yeah. Go away. They've got your number forever now. They don't give a shit about your number. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to use it for anything. They want to get your money. They want to give you excellent food. They want to turn the table over. And also in Sydney, you have a crazy amount of Thai food uh, that's very, very reasonable uh-huh. in price. You go to Melbourne, they don't have the same culture for Thai food. They have more Vietnamese restaurants. So at one point, I've absolutely got this uh, fact wrong. Uh-huh. It's mutated over time. One of these is right. There's a place called King Street in Newtown in yeah. Sydney. And at one point, I think in the 90s, there were 70 restaurants on that street and 40 of them were Thai. Or there was 140 restaurants and 70 of them were Thai. Okay. I don't know which one. <laughs> right. Either way. A lot of Thai restaurants. Big odds. Yeah. Big odds <laughs> on the Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, if I ran a restaurant and we did the phone number system, eventually me and the other people who run the restaurant would get drunk. I'd go, would you want to text everyone yeah. who, who was ever given us their number yeah. on, on, on the Put word Put it phone. into a database. I'd text it, it to them. And <laughs> it'd be so funny. <laughs> To get someone's number and then they say, actually, we're not, it's too long a wait. We're not going to, we're yeah. not going to have the meal. And then three years later, text them saying their table's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great. Table's free now. Yeah. And also a little photo of you, of yeah, you, yeah, like yeah, thumbs yeah. up yeah. next yeah. to the spare table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's that. That's an honourable munchin. Also, in the year 2000, yeah. I went to Argentina and I had a, ordered a parijada. 
Our parajada is like a mini barbecue that comes to your table mm. and it just has every little bit of the animal cooking in front of you. Unfortunately, I had quite a chronic UTI at the time, so I couldn't eat a lot. Yes. I was very, very unwell. So I didn't get to finish that meal. I ate like a little bit of some of it. I'm like, God damn it, that's so delicious. Uh-huh. But I couldn't eat any more. So I have like regret. I have food you, regret. Yeah. So you'd want to one go that got back away. There. It was the one that got away. It was the seven yeah. that got away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you want to go back to that meal. Yeah. Infection free. Yes, yeah. please. And finish if, it off. If possible. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like all good genies, uh, there's always a catch if I do stuff like that. So I yeah. can take the UTI away from you, but I'm going to have to give it to someone else. Okay. So who do you want it to go to? Maisie Adams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, straight to Maisie. <laughs> I think I can guess what your actual main course is. I think you can too. I, I'm not what the dish is, but I think I can guess where it's from. Oh, okay. Just because we've talked about Chef Table a bit in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that you're going to say something that will then remind Felicity of something else and she'll be living. Maybe it will. I just think, because you said it was, so I know it's in Sydney because you said that it was opposite the place where your main Mm -hmm, course is from. mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I know that you like Ben Shuey's restaurant in Sydney and I'm thinking that maybe it might be from Ben Shuey's place because I know you've, I think you've been there. Interesting that you should say that. Yeah. We haven't been there. Oh, we, oh that's right. We tried to, book it. We tried to book in and we can't. Right, yeah. It's you too full. About trying to book it. I, I've not actually, actually seen a lot of Chef's Table, but I think I might have seen that one. You've definitely seen that one because me and you Is texted each other guy? during it. He's the New Zealand guy who buried stuff guy. in the pit. Yeah. And so me and you, when the first series of oh, Chef's Table went out, it's series one. Yeah. And... Ed and I were texting each other pretty much for every episode of Series 1 of Chef's Table mm. and we really got obsessed with uh, really want to bury stuff in a pit. Yeah. Yes. And uh, this was before we met Joe Thomas. Um, no, it's not from that Okay, restaurant. okay. So across from the Thai restaurant, which I can't remember the name, was a place up until last year. It closed down last oh. year. It's been there for 30 years at least and it's called Harry's Singapore Chili Crab and that was their dish. Yeah. They did a chili mud crab that blew my fucking mind and it's filthy and I worked at a seafood restaurant so chili mud crabs became really big in like Sydney in the early 2000s. In the northern part of Australia mud crab's really common, it's really cheap so it's not as expensive. It was so expensive to eat in Sydney I suppose because of the transport and because it's seafood and they wanted it to be fresh. So you can get this in um, like Northern Territory or North Queensland much easier. But it's just a big bowl of crab that you need to hammer, massacre, nut crack apart. I'm sure there's a better word for it. Is it nutcracker? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. You've got to take the tools to it. You yeah. wear a bib. Yeah. You've got a big bowl of hot water with some lemon in it. Yeah. You've got another bowl just for the detritus yeah. of the crab. You feel like an absolute animal eating it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Animal eating animal. Yeah. Just hands. <laughs> Probably you're going to get a little bit of a burn on your finger because it's so hot but it's so goddamn delicious that you can't wait. You've got chilli all over your face. You do it with someone that you love because you know you won't be judged. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I'll eat that in front of anyone. <laughs> but also having said that, you were saying earlier about, you know, your husband's views on your, you know, mm. he doesn't like his face being licked, he doesn't yeah. like using mm. bottles. How is he feeling about would he really get stuck in there with a big crab? Yes. Would he love it as much as you? Yes. So he loves doing that. It's not about like him not wanting to be dirty. Yeah. He loves food. He is like lives for food far more than I do. He just he, doesn't want to use the same finger bowl as you. He does yeah. not want to share a finger bowl. Yeah. <laughs> sure. 
and that is fair. Yeah. Um, but he's he's 100% hell for leather into one of those meals. And, in fact, when he sees me enjoying food that much, that makes him as happy as he would be disgusted about touching me. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. He Perfect loves sense. watching me enjoy food. Yeah. It really brings him a lot but of But he joy. doesn't want to go anywhere near you. Not without no. a shower. <laughs> Not without a fire hose. He does love food. He loves food. He gets emotional reading cookbooks. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We have a lot of cookbooks. We've actually just uh, finishing MasterChef Australia season seven. I think we've still got plenty to go. Are you So when I went round to Felicity's for dinner, they were watching MasterChef Australia at the time, they're like, oh, we're currently watching that. If you want to watch it after dinner, I was like, yeah, because I've watched one series once. That show is bananas. It, can I, I love it. Yeah. I love it's it. It's three months. They I'm, go and yeah. cook for three months in a competition. It's the, it's the best master chef, I'll say. Yeah. It's the best master chef. By a million miles. Yeah. Well, you give, you give the Australians a format, they're going to absolutely nail it and then up it by about 3,000. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's so, when I watch the English... That's the original, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. I watch that, I'm like, well, this isn't the same show. No. That's a lovely dish. <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> Whereas MasterChef, you're like, oh, God. You're yeah. stressed for the entire time, yeah. a whole hour. We actually had to, like, give ourselves a time out and we made a rule the other day that we can't watch more than one MasterChef a day. We don't have the nervous systems for it. I don't have the constitution. All right. Well, I'm going to start watching it, obviously. There's 11 seasons and there's 64 episodes per season. What are you talking about? There is 64. (laughs) What is that? You must be overestimating for humour or overstating it. Your dream side dish. Well... There's probably side dishes that are more interesting out there, but the only other time I'd become emotional about food mm-hmm. was in Corfu and it was the first night and we went to a restaurant and, of course, we got a Greek salad because we're in Greece and I ate it and, again, I, it tasted like the most perfect Greek salad I've ever had. And I was like, this is so delicious. And it may be that I've been living in the UK for so long uh-huh. and you do get produce that lacks Yes. Flavor, yes. Uh, freshness, uh, or locality. Um, yeah, that would be that would be my side dish. It's just a, a good old Greek salad from that place. From that place, from the Corfu place on the beach, eating Greek salad, listening to the waves. Was it just a holiday you were there for? Just a holiday we were there for. It was a little bit stressful, you know, when you don't realise how far out your Airbnb is, yeah. and then and there's no public transport apart from a coach that happens once a day at, like, 4.45 a.m. Yeah. So you're like, well, we're not going to town again, are we? <laughs> Describe this salad now because I'd like to know everything that's in the salad. You know what's in a Greek salad. It's a classic you? Greek salad. It's... Well, I don't know if I – obviously, I okay, probably do. Okay, you list but... what you think's in a oh, Greek salad. Okay, here we go. Feta. Yes. Olives. Yes. Tomato. Yes. Olive oil. Yes. A little bit of salt? But plenty of salt. He's worried now. He's worried there's only you're... one more, like, core, core ingredient. I'd say there's one more core ingredient that I would put in it, but yeah. then another one that I'd also put in it that's mm. probably sacrilege. Okay. Am I just going to go basic cucumber here? That's the one. Yeah. That's your standard. Okay. What would you put well, in Well, there's actually two more ingredients. Okay. Red onion. Yes, there was red onion. Yeah. yeah. Dried oregano. And dried oregano. That Both of them were in that. I'm brushing the red onion off. Look, raw onion doesn't sit well with me. 
as yeah. we've spoken about so many times, I have ir- irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Red onion does not sit well with me, any raw onion. But if I take it out, the flavour that it infuses the rest of the salad mm-hmm. with okay. still stands up. Yeah. Anything that you've mentioned in your menu so far that's uh, a bit of a red light for the old IBS? Chili and the crab, all right? Yeah, chili's yeah, actually fine. fine. It's more creamy stuff. Yeah, yeah. The yogurt is fine. Yogurt's fine. Uh, but if it, like I, I can smell a bosqueola and I shit myself, <laughs> like a creamy bosqueola. Expect to see that tweeted back at you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a bacon mushroom creamy right. pasta. Uh-huh. Would I, you eat it though? Is there anything? No. Is there anything no. that exists that's worth just? Blowing the bowl off the wall for. Yeah, yeah, often it's the volume of food I eat. I have a limit in my stomach where it goes, hey, look, you're an adult, you can make the decision, but if you eat more than this, yeah, we're not going to be talking to your friends for the rest of the night. You're going to be riding the porcelain bus. My, <laughs> my wife, Charlie, has IBS. Yeah, yep. What's her big She triggers? can have a teaspoon of hummus and oh. then after that, chickpeas are absolute, will kick the shit out of her, oh, literally. Really? I can eat a bowl of hummus by itself. Oh, really? Yeah. Which my son calls Thomas. Very Very cute. Yeah, that's great. More Thomas, please. You can have as much Thomas as you like, son. Never stop. Never Never. ever correct him. No, 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 no. 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 That's Thomas for the rest of his life. Even though it will lead to a very embarrassing uh, incident in later life. Do you know what that feels like? Not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's lully boof, Thomas. It's absolutely Thomas lully is boof. Thomas lully boof. Thomas. If I have some rice that's undercooked, see you later. Really? I've got yeah. a big crampy tummy on that one. Yeah. But if I if I eat like heaps and heaps, heaps of ice cream, yeah. But I this is probably not a good thing to say on this podcast. I think ice cream is fine. I think it's okay, fine. Okay, well, nice having you on. Yeah, look, been lovely to meet you. Okay. Oh. I think there's some good ice cream out there, but it's not something that I live for. But I think no, that's just to, just look, just as Let's to be bring a the diplomat. temperature yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah, a diplomat. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're about I to say. I think you've had to tell yourself that and decided it because you know that you can't eat a lot of it. So that's, you've given yourself that opinion to mean that you're not missing out. You would love to think that, wouldn't you? I would also, really like you to say that. I, I, I agree no, well, with you. I, 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 <laughs> uh, I, I do understand something like that because, like, when... 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 Pen had to lose loads of weight. <laughs> when... Okay. Pen the don't, magician... Don't shout. Oh. Saw an interview with him and they asked him about that and he said that after a while of just not eating all those things that he used to eat, they, the thought of them is just disgusting now. Mm. And, he, and he's like, I don't think donuts are nice anymore because, like, I just haven't had them in so long. And then they just seem, it seems insane to want mm. to eat a donut and all that, yeah. everything that's in it. I can understand if you just, like, you just can't go near ice cream. And then eventually you're just like, that seems mad that anyone would eat that thing. Why would I want that? No, I, look, just... there's, so there's a, an, uh, it used to be called the New Zealand uh, Ice Cream Company, I think, or Confectionery Company, and they made this incredible ice cream called Hokey Pokey. Yeah. And it was like vanilla and then it had toffee yeah. balls all the way through. That, I think, is amazing. Yeah. If I ate too much of that, I would absolutely feel sick. But we were exposed to very poor quality ice cream, the Neapolitan mm-hmm. Three Stripe. Mm-hmm. No one's eaten the strawberry. Your classic. And it was the cheap version, version, so it always just tasted like the frozen ice particles on top. Yeah. Yeah, you know that? Yeah. Yes. Where you're like, this tastes yeah. cheap. This isn't good well, ice cream. But, I mean, that. yeah. I'll go on record, though, and say that the only ice cream flavour that tastes better in that that version that's, is Raspberry Ripple. The cheaper the Raspberry Ripple, I've said it before, 
the better the Raspberry Ripple. Not and cha- I want the crystals in there for the Raspberry Ripple. Okay. I want it to be yellow vanilla ice cream. I want it as cheap as possible. I feel like that about apple juice. I don't yeah. give a shit about cloudy apple juice. Uh-huh. I don't care if it's come out of a machine. Yeah. I want may contain may contain traces of apple. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, sure. Your dream drink. Okay, question. Yes. You have different drinks throughout the meal. Like you have a drink while you're eating your entree, a main sure. or before, yes, yeah. and then you might have a coffee or a mm-hmm. tea. Yeah. If you so want to do that, Can let's I have hear two it. different drinks? Let's hear your drinks yeah. throughout the meal when you're having them. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to have the drink that the man made me when he gave me the son-in-law egg. Yes. That drink was amazing. I don't know what was in it, but it made me feel happy. I would drink that all the way through the meal. Yeah. But that's the awful thing because you said to him, mate, whatever – and you didn't check what it was, mm. you'll never be able to have that again. I can in the dream restaurant. That's yeah. true. But, I mean, in real life, yeah. you can never have that again. So but thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah Bad luck. So that's I feel fine about yeah. that. <laughs> did you say there was mint? There was definitely mint in it? Definitely mint. I want to say passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Probably like a pineapple and orange juice or maybe like an apple juice to, like, dilute it a little bit. Cheap apple juice. Che- I, I, God, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope it wasn't natural apple juice. <laughs> yeah. What if you found out that, like, all he'd actually done was, like, empty some cartons of Mbongo into a thing and just put some straws in and send it to you and tricked you? I'd be pretty happy because I've never had anything called Mbongo and that is the best name I've ever heard of a drink. <laughs> really? Uh, Mbongo. You're reacting to that like we reacted to Googie Eggs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, is Mbongo like, is pretty funny. So have like, you never heard of Mbongo? No. How long have you lived in the UK? Eight years. I would say I have not explored the soft drinks of this country in a way that I should have. Well, I don't start with Mbongo. It's okay. foul. Okay. Most of us started with Mbongo. Yeah. What other recommendations would you make of your fine... Uh, well, obviously I'd recommend Causton Press. Okay. Causton Press. You've got to get on the Causton... What's Causton Press? You've got to get on the Causton Express. So that's an apple, slightly fizzy apple oh like an apple tizer but yeah but also you can get it with rhubarb in it and you can get it with orange in it and you can get it with oh, elderflower in it's it. fancy pants fancy pants. it's pretty fancy pants but, but it's also i would say and it's usually james who's big enough of course yeah. press i love it mm. it's it's a treat but mm. also you can drink it and it's as refreshing as water oh i love that but not in a weak way like a yeah. flavored seltzer yeah you know they're like it's flavored water it's like if you are not grown up enough that you can drink a bottle of water, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't deserve a little bit of flavour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> flavoured water yeah, is bad yeah. stuff. Oh, just, like, grow up. Yeah. If you're yeah. having to drink flavoured water. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I know about this one. Oh, this guy's great. Can I drink it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Boston Press Apple. This, so because I don't drink, the yeah. most... I'm going to have that rhubarb one. Yeah, you are. Thank you. The guys at oh, Causton yeah. Press, you lucky fuckers. They've done really well out of us. The amount of times I bring it up. Yeah, no, I know about these guys. I, <laughs> I suppose because if, if something's fancy and it's apple and it's sparkling, I'll drink it. I've, I'm, a, I'm a, a bit fussy when it comes to ginger beer. Okay. Yeah. And I will say that the, is it Jamaica Gold? Uh-huh. Old, mm-hmm. old Jamaica? Jamaica Gold. Which one old is Jama- it? Old Jamaica, I think it is. One of them's alcohol and one of them's just a ginger beer soft drink. Old Jamaica is... Ginger beer soft drink, I think. Yeah, that's not no point. Not fiery enough for you? Ah, it's weak. You want them fiery as possible? Yeah, you know when you get like a Fentimans and you're like, I don't know if I have taste buds anymore. (laughs) Like my sinuses just got perforated. Chewing a bit of ginger. Yeah, Yeah, I love a Fentimans. Love it. Yeah, a fever tree. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they take the lining off the roof of your mouth. I'm into <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. But obviously your Bundaberg ginger beer, that's your classic. Sure. 
Actually, the Bundaberg ginger beer may have been the basis to the drink that I had. It may have been ginger beer, passion fruit, mint. Look, imagine what this podcast would be if I could remember anything. (laughs) So that's your drink. That's my drink. For the sort of main part of the meal. For the main part of the meal, along with my tap water or my bottled water. When we get to dessert... Yeah. Do you want me to do dessert or do you want me to do drink? Let's do both. Uh, if they're together, let's just segue into both of them. They and work hear, together. Let's hear. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, love a co- I love a coffee with my dessert Yeah. Um, and especially this one. So there is a place in Melbourne, which is an iconic restaurant called The European. Uh-huh. It's under a place or right next to a place called The Supper Club, which if... Um, yes. Have you been to The yeah, Supper been Club? Yeah, to The Supper Club. Yeah, lovely. Supper Club's wonderful. They specialise in cheese and wine. And as someone who doesn't drink, they have enough cheese for that bar to be Great. interesting for me. So just down the road is a place called the European and they used to be open to like three or four in the morning and they served beautiful European food, something they served once. And it was actually the first time I had buffalo mozzarella was there as well. Right. They did something called a creme, a creme catalana, which mm-hmm. is like an orange creme brulee that oh, comes nice. from Catalan. And it was amazing. It was Absolutely amazing. And I think it came with a tiny little empanada on the side too, like an orangey, yummy empanada and maybe some ice. uh, It might have had like a mandarin ice cream or something with it. Yeah. And that was just. Lovely. So, I mean, that would be seven or eight years ago. Mm -hmm. No, it would have been ten years ago. And I still Still remember remember it. it. It's just like crema catalana. Yes, please. Oh, crema catalana. I've only had it a couple of times in my life, but so rich. Not bad, just, is it? Oh. I love a creme brulee. Yeah. I love sure. it. I. It's not the same thing, but you know the creme caramels that you get in the little pot yeah. that you tab the ends and you turn it upside down? I still buy myself those sometimes. I yeah, hate those. Treat. Do you? Well, yeah, you know why? Because they're not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's, compare them to a creme brulee, those creme caramels are like, Wobbly, mm. like a jelly consistency. Mm. A creme brulee sounds obvious to say creamy. Yeah, it's, it's creamy. delicious. It's creamy. It's rich. Those wobbly things in a pot. They remind me. me of my childhood, though. Yeah. I grew up very poor, and that was something that we were like we could afford and felt fancy because we didn't eat much sugar either. I'd say they are. I would. I would say they are fancy. Those creme caramels. They I, feel fancy think, to me. I think fancy's a strong word to do, use. To As do. a dish, it feels fancy, a creme caramel. Yeah, not mm-hmm. out of a packet from a supermarket. I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah. It feels fancy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Is it because they've got that nice handwriting on top? They've got Ooh, like a blue yeah. logo and the Tricky. fancy white. I think it's the tab. I think, honestly, it's the turning on and pulling the little tab and you're like, Ooh, I'm, <laughs> co- I'm cooking. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know to pull the tab till I was 25. <laughs> I thought you just turned it upside down and went... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, creme brulee is another one where I, I just think even a shit creme brulee mm-hmm. is better than most desserts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's great. A good creme brulee is top shelf. I you know what's disappointing? Them. When yeah. you go to a restaurant and they've got, I love dessert. Yeah. And they've got like seven desserts and all of them I'm like, yeah. meh. Yeah, yeah. How can you have seven? Yeah, yeah. And be weak on all of them? It's very upsetting. Very upsetting. And, and with those ones, I kind of want to say, can I see them all, please? Because you're, you're, yeah. whoever's written this menu hasn't described it very well. Yeah. And it all sounds rubbish. And I would like to see which one looks the best because I'd like to know if you do you have want a secretly, trolley situation. If you secretly right? got a good one, yeah. then well, I would like to why, get it. Why would a restaurant secretly have... Because some people... There might be good chefs. I've got like little good, a uh, good dessert knocking around there. But whoever's writing the menu mm. is not lost in translation. Yeah, yeah. They need to like write a good description or give the dish a more fun name. But instead, if it just says 
like, you know, bit of cake, brownie, cheesecake, yeah. that. And it's like, that all sounds pretty standard and I don't know if any of that's going to be any good. Whereas, you know, there are versions of all those things that are mind-blowing. And so I is it the know. name that sells it to you? Do you Rather than see, like, trifle, you want to yeah. see, like, cream fuck apocalypse or something? <laughs> I would love to see that. Obviously, yeah. I'd, get, I'd, get, I'd love I'd get, to eat yeah, that. Yeah, I'd get true. a cream fuck I apocalypse. But... I think I want to fuck that. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the time, it's just the description. If there's a one-line description on the menu of something and, and they've just written it and it sounds absolutely great, yeah, mm. that's what draws me in. So there's the one-line description. I'll take... Just about any sticky toffee pudding. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Whatever it is on the spectrum, I will eat that. And kind of with a brownie too. But you know when you're not always in the mood for a brownie at the end of a meal because you've you've really gone to town. Yeah. yeah. And you get to the end, you're like, oh, brownie. Yeah. That's gonna sit like a lump and push that down pretty quickly. <laughs> you don't want a brownie if you've gone to townie. You do not want <laughs> a brownie <laughs> if you've gone to townie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that sounds great. And also, you've made me really miss um, eating in Melbourne as well. Mm. Like, had so many good meals in Melbourne. Mm. And now, really, when you were saying, like, somewhere in Melbourne, I was just, I was like, oh, we'll be Hairy Canary. Yeah, Hairy Canary. That's great to go Little and Little Tupper uh, Spa. Some places open late after you've done your shows. Go there with another, maybe there's another yeah. comic nearby. They've just finished their show. Yeah. Straight, Straight to Hairy Canary. Straight into her- there's also a place at the end of De Grave Street is the street, and there's a little Italian restaurant, and it's next to a grilled. And my God, I love a grilled. Yeah, love a grilled. I love a grilled, and um, people make fun of me for it when I'm in Australia that I like grilled. You know what else everyone makes fun of me of in Australia because I love it? What schnitz? Who makes fun of you about a schnitzel? No, you go to Sydney. No one's making fun of you about a schnitzel. No, because I go to mil- schnitz. Is there a place called schnitz? Yeah, there's a there's a like a. All of these places, you only like them because you like saying the name. Harry Canary. Harry Canary. Harry Canary. Schnitz. Schnitz. Meatballs. Meatballs. Meat, have you been to Meatballs? No. Oh, Meatballs in Melbourne. Guess what they do. Yeah. I, I took a whole posse to Schnitz once. I went, we're all going to Schnitz. We all played football. I said, I'm going to Schnitz. And we're then everyone Schnitz was like, posse. everyone copied me. And we all went to Schnitz and we got, we got some Schnitzels together. It was great. It's just because you like saying it. That whole thing was just designed so you could say schnitz. It's over the first place again. I go every time I arrive in Melbourne. It's just round the block from the hotel. What I about go to schnitz, I get an OMG rap. What about Lord of the Fries? You ever hit those? Yeah, I go to Lord of the, Lord of the Fries sometimes, but like, you know. That's it, it, a real place. It's a yeah. chain. Lord, Lord of the I know Fries. I've been to New Zealand and there was one there. Oh, okay. So I know that. Yeah. I know that exists. Okay. okay. All the rest of this is clearly made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like most of Australia. <laughs> Tell us about this coffee. I am an ex barista. And uh-huh. I used to work in a cafe and it was across the road from this place called Campos. And this was, yuck, 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Foul. I can't believe I'm so old. And across the road, this place called Campos, they roasted their own beans. They had a limit because it was across the road from the university. You were allowed to sit at a table 45 minutes per coffee. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't study in there. You couldn't sit in there for hours. They did maybe two treats with it. Like maybe there was like a a brownie and maybe one other cake. But they weren't interested in your fucking side dishes or even your patronage. Take the coffee and get out of my fucking face. <laughs> That's what Campos yeah. said. Everyone went there for coffee. We made good coffee, but they were incredible. Now, they've become quite ubiquitous now. They, they've sold it as a chain. We actually, I worked at another restaurant and if you want to sell Campos... They have a representative come to your cafe and you have to make them a coffee. Oh, wow. So the quality of what you make has to match the flavour of the beans they sell you. They got me to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you rude to people? 
No, I'm very nice to people. I loved making coffee. I went to a place in, in Melbourne once where they were very rude before. Mm. I, 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 went, I asked some question beforehand. You idiot. You absolute idiot. Yeah, and they really talked to me like I was an absolute yeah, you idiot. You need to know stuff and, before you go in. Yeah. yeah. And because the food and the drink was so good there. Yeah, I still had stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I just felt like such a little. Whip. I was just sitting there waiting for my coffee when I was like, "Why am I doing this?" And yeah, they are so rude to me. I should have just left. I'm staying here because I'm a little wimp, and I want, yeah. I want the coffee so bad. <laughs> and, and, and they know it as well. They know it. And they know, they knew I'd stand for it. I'm gonna read your um, order back to you now. Mm-hmm. See how you feel about it. Water. You would like still room temperature. Water, big bottle. Yes. Problems of bread, bread with basil leaves, olive oil, buffalo mozzarella and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Starter, yogurt explosion from Gagan. Gagan. Gagan in Thailand. Main course, Harry's Singapore chilli mud crap. Side of Greek salad from Corfu. Drink, son-in-law egg guy's drink. Yep. Is what Benito's written here. Put that on a dessert menu, that would sell it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and a dessert, the creme catalana uh, from the European in Melbourne. We have a Campos coffee. Yeah, that sounds like a good night, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it really does. And like reading it back as well, I think having a starter that's that simple and emotional, followed by a really like, you know, getting involved main course where you're digging into a crab. I, I like it. You, you, you've got a lot of variety. Even in the how sides. The experiences as well. You wouldn't feel like those two things go together. Yeah. Mm. But I think you're getting mucky with the crab and then you've just got like a clean... Delicious, yeah. fresh side. Yeah, yeah, and like there'd be lemon in the olive oil yeah, as well, just yeah, to yeah. cut through it. Yeah, yeah. I th- I kind of think they go together. Ooh, it's really nice. I've got to say, it's lolly buff. It is lolly buff. Buff a lolly. Thanks very much for coming to the Dream Restaurant. I'm full as a gug. <laughs> Great menu. A lovely menu, actually. I want I want that yogurt explosion. I want to go to that place. Oh, I really want that. Um, I'd like to try that drink. I'd try a lot of things. A lot of the honourable munchin sounded delicious. That's a, that's a tasty, tasty menu yeah. there. That drink sounds lovely yeah. if you popped in a couple of shots or something. Sure. <laughs> sure. A couple yeah. of wee gins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wanna, just, just. Also, so many restaurants mentioned in that, so be sure to go to the Off Menu official website. Yes. Uh, which is offmenupodcast.co.uk. Correct. And there's a page on there. Every single restaurant that gets mentioned on the Off Menu podcast is listed there, hyperlinked. You can go and book yourself a table at them. And... Felicity did not say jelly from a pork pie, which means we can plug her website, felicityward.com. Thank you very much for listening. Come and see me on tour at gamble.co.uk. Go and see Felicity. She's on Twitter and Instagram. Go and look at those as well. Go and see James in Scandinavia. Yeah, come and see me in Scandinavia. You know, treat yourself. If you live in Scandinavia, just come along. If you don't, you know, why not pop over and see what, you know, the weirdest part of my career looks like. My favourite thing about this Scandinavian tour is yeah. it's the thing that I've seen Benito laugh at the most consistently. Yes. The Id- and not the show. Yes. The idea of you doing a Scandinavian tour after it. not doing stand-up for nearly three years. Every time it gets brought up, he laughs so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Does that worry you? No, actually, the more he laughs, the more it makes it worth it that I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite glad that I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. reinforces yeah. funny idea. How are you going to plug it? I'll just on this. But are you because you don't have socials anymore? No. So I'll just do it on this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But I'll get a day off in Copenhagen. 
and there's great food there. Yeah, you just go to Copenhagen. Yeah, but this Benito's nodding. Yeah, but this way you get to Copenhagen and Sweden. Could do that though. <laughs> that, but I'd have to organise it. Thank you very much for listening to the Off Many podcast. We will see you again next week, where I'd imagine we'll be discussing James's Scandinavian tour in even more depth. You know it. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour miracle grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.